In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. I'm Paul Brown, and uh, yeah, let me tell you a little bit more about myself. My name's obviously Paul Brown, uh, born in Cornwall. I'm uh, 37 years old, uh, ex-chef, now work in the uh, horrible world of recruitment. I've got a six-year-old daughter, and for all you single ladies out there, I'm afraid to say I'm in a relationship. Uh, but the idea of this podcast is international, global, all focused about Cleveland Browns, have fun, and hopefully do some uh, videos with the actual uh, podcast so you actually get to see what we're up to over here in London. Hopefully some of these podcasts will be out in Cleveland, and yep, the name of the show is still nameless. I'm thinking about uh, following uh, James Corden, go with the, the Late Late Show with Paul Brown, or nice and simple, the Paul Brown TV show or something like that anyway but you guys can help us out and uh, today I'm here with the one and only uh, Jack Duffin. Hello Paul, how are you? I'm very good thanks. So yeah let's, let's start straight away with some uh, quick questions. So Jack, why are you a Browns fan? Well, I wasn't a Browns fan at first. When I was a kid, went to America, turned on the TV, first ever American football game I saw it was uh, Miami Dolphins, New England Patriots. From then, I decided Miami or one with England in the name. Ooh. My heart was set, so I went New England. Ooh, and then dear. sort of three, four years ago, when I got more into the NFL, I decided you can't support the team that always wins. You've got to do something different. And then being a massive fan of sort of money ball and stuff like that, Paul D. Podesta joined the Browns, and that was it. My heart was set. I'm going to be a Browns fan. And, yeah, we've won one game since then. But <laughs> always right. looking up. Yeah, good, good. And uh, who's your favourite Browns player? That's a tough one. I've sort of I've nailed it down to four. I love Njoku, Garrett, Mayfield, and Ogunjobi. I'm gonna go Mayfield though. I really got in on the draft process this year. Watched so much of everyone. Fell in love with a guy. Never thought we'd take him because, well, it's what draft media said. It's like he's too short. He's too awesome. And uh, no, I'm. Team Mayfield, let's do it. So you're going to go with a Browns player that hasn't even played yet? Can't blame him for the 1-31. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, no worries, all change. Um, Jack, you got any uh, thoughts on uh, the actual Jags coming to London? It's been a lot of uh, press here in London. Do you think it's going to happen? I think it will happen. It's a case of when rather than if. There's obviously some big things to sort out where they're going to play. Process of buying Wembley Stadium which uh, I'm over the moon with. I hate, love watching NFL there. hate watching real football. Um, so more than happy to see that gone. Well, when you say real football, we need to sort this out. So is that soccer or football or real football? What are we going to call it? We're going to call it real football and okay. NFL. So uh, I'm, I'm going to push the table out. And real football is the Premier League, guys. And non-league, and uh, as you Yanks call it, soccer. Yeah, I don't think that's going to go too well on the other side of the pond there, Jack. But um, 
I will try and keep the peace and call it soccer on my podcast. Whether I believe in that, that's another thing. Um, here's a good question for you. What body part would you give up for Browns to win the Super Bowl? I'd love to give up my wisdom teeth. They have caused me nothing but grief for last week. I've had a gum infection. It's been awful. So you can have my wisdom teeth and I just want to win a game. Mm. So uh, let, one step at a time. I'm a little bit more committed of a Browns fan than you. I'll give up my left leg. <laughs> I'm rubbish We're at soccer with my left foot. So, uh, all right, good. And some quick fire questions. Trump, what's your view on Trump? Better than Hillary Clinton. Okay, good. Megan? Wow, Ginger did good. Go on, Harry. Okay, good, good. All right, good. And, uh, yeah, soccer or football? What is it? It's football. Okay, good man. All right, good. So let's uh, move on swiftly. Let's talk about the roster. 53 we need to pick. Let's start off with wide receivers. Who do you think is going to be... First wide receiver on the list has got to be uh, Josh Gordon, yeah? Josh Gordon. Fingers crossed he stays on the pitch. Uh, Landry? Landry, yeah, in the slot. I think Coleman's out wide. Yeah, good. And then Callaway? Callaway's definitely fourth on that roster. Good. Now here it gets interesting. Higgins, uh, Ricardo, Ratley, Janice, what are you going to go with? I think Ratley over Lewis. I think that's the battle for sort of fifth spot on that roster. And then... I think it's the man, Jeff Janis, sneaks into number six. Special teams ace. We need a bit of magic on the special team. So you reckon that um, Higgins and uh, Ricardo going? Unfortunately, yes. I think Lewis has got a much better shot than Higgins, but yeah, I think it's cleaning house. New front office. Well, mate, I'm going to put some money on it. I reckon that uh, Higgins and or or. Ricardo definitely in the uh, in the uh, wide receiver room. I didn't didn't Higgins start in the practice squad last year? Or oh, no, is that? That was a long time ago. I've no. tried to put twenty seventeen out of my head. We'll have to <laughs> we'll have to Google that later on. Okay, okay, good. Going into the um, uh, tight end room. Uh, I think it's more or less set. Fells and Joku and Deval. Yeah, nice, simple. What's your uh, views on uh, Fells? I think it's a great signing. We needed that. Blocking tight end, someone that can give us the sixth lineman, especially with the trouble that's potentially going to come at left tackle. Stick a tight end there, let's solidify that line. Okay, good, good. Moving swiftly on to our O line. Um, first name, mm, Coleman. Uh, a left tackle, yeah. I, I think Sean Coleman's still the favourite at left tackle. Okay, good. Obviously, uh, Joel, uh, Spencer. Drango, uh, left guard, uh, yeah, Zeitler, Corbett, if he's going to play there. Do you think he's going to play there? I really, I'm still not sure about Corbett. I just, I don't understand the draft pick unless it's uh, two years early to replace Zeitler, who's on a big cap hit. Um, I'm just honestly not sure. Um, who knows? We, we might find out in the next few months what the plan is for Corbett but it's a bit of an odd one in my eyes considering we had two of the best guards in the NFL yeah okay uh, uh, Tretter yeah he should start as centre wouldn't surprise me if we try replace him next year yeah and uh, the guy that always seems to be floating around in second place but uh, we don't see him very much uh, Austin Reitler did I say that right I think he's writer writer I'm, I'm not entirely sure but yeah, he's definitely going back up centre I think he makes the roster okay good and then obviously right tackle, uh, Harbard. Harbard, yeah, I got on that early. It's one of my uh, picks of free agency, about a month before free agency. 
he was the guy. It just all made too much sense when Todd Haley arrived. So, good pick up there. Cool, cool. So that's eight. I'm, I'm going to go bold and say, I reckon Harrison sneaks in. Yeah, me too. He is my uh, player I want to follow this season. Uh, I'm going to get super excited. I've got a thing about uh, um, unsigned free agents when they come through. I like to follow them. Yeah, I think he's going to uh, squeeze in there. Is there anyone else you think? Um, is it... Um, Spencer Drango. Yeah. He, he's the ninth, I would say, in there as well. Because I just think you've got sort of Corbett who can potentially do anything in his long-term project, who's going to be big, I think. But where, who knows? You've got Drango as backup guard, Reiter as backup centre... And then Harrison, who sort of, if it, most people say it's in his head. If he can get his head right, I think we're in for a really promising player there. What about that um, player? Is it Di Lario? Have you heard much about him? I've heard a few people on Twitter talking quite highly and he may just sneak in. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen some. Um, I'm really impressed with the, the Green Bay guys. They've done brilliant over the last sort of five, six years of bringing in athletic tight ends and getting production out of them. So fingers crossed the Dorsey's... Fellows from Green Bay can uh, do the business. All right, excellent. Uh, running backs, I think it's quite simple. Yeah. It's, it, who knows which order they're going to play, but uh, no, the, the three running backs uh, more or less nailed on. Hyde, Chubb and Johnson. Who do you think is going to take the first snap against uh, Steelers? i Hyde. I think so too. But I reckon by week four, Chubb will have booted Hyde out of the way. Really? It's just if he can learn that pass protection, um, I think Chubb's going to be awesome. Uh, full back, I've heard also on online there's a bit of a battle between these two. I just think it's Danny Vitali. Yeah? Vitali, is it? Uh, you're asking the wrong person for pronunciation on their surnames. Um, but yeah, he's a tank. If you see some of the Instagram snaps, I don't know what he's been eating, but it's obviously the same stuff Josh Gordon's eating. He is ripped. Okay, okay. let's, let, let's watch and see the space. Uh, moving swiftly onto the defence. Um, obviously your favourite, you're wearing his shirt now, uh, Miles Garrett. One absolute monster. Yeah, on the other side, uh, Ogba. Um, just got hope we see more of that this season. That pair was just animals. But uh, if we can get a good 12, 14 games out of them as a pair, we're going to see wonders. Okay, let's see. Chad Thomas, he's in there. Perhaps sensation. Yep, so uh, if he stops rapping and starts playing football, we should be fine. Um, and then, yeah, this is the big question. Anyone else I've missed there? I think Smith and Nassib, I think, are both coming Chris in. Smith. Defensive end. I yeah. think Smith's going to be one that you're going to see play all over the place. On them, passing down, you're going to see him flip inside. But, uh... So Nassib or Orchard, who's going to make the roster? Oh, Nassib. I think Orchard gets traded to someone that plays a 3-4 defence. Okay. I think, yeah, it's not going to be great. It'll be a 6th or maybe a 7th, conditional 7th. But uh, I think he gets moved to a 3-4 D. Okay. And uh, uh, defensive tackles? Uh, is obviously the one to watch. Yeah. What? Fan's favourite. Oh, he's loved. I just want to see him on the pitch more. Yeah, I think... um, I know he's fighting for that uh, number one spot. I think there's a really good chance. I know, uh, Co- uh, is it, what's he called? Uh, Coley. Coley. Uh, Mida. And Brantley. Brantley, yeah. I'm always a fan of Brantley. I think he's super talent, but obviously how consistent he is, that's always the question mark. That's going to be a question. It wouldn't surprise me if we try to bring someone in there. 
Yeah. I think Hankins is obviously the one that's been touted. Yeah. I think that'd be a great signing. Um, he he's built well, one year deal. So let's just see what he does. Um, Ogan Joby's obviously quite interesting for a defensive tackle. Could play the one tech or three tech. So we'll see where he slots in. Okay, cool. And uh, my favourite one to watch, uh, Trenton Tomlinson. I think he could push Meader out the roster. Really? Because. Greg Williams, for all his issues on the back end of a defence, that defensive line, he wants four monsters that can just rip quarterbacks to pieces, and I just don't know if Meader can get after that quarterback. So it wouldn't surprise me if he gets dumped, and whether it's Trenton Thompson or whether it's uh, Hankins, someone else comes in. Okay. Uh, Moving swiftly on, if I haven't got anyone, lineback. Linebackers, so I think this is our strongest uh, department. Oh, I think it's fantastic. Five of them are locks for me. Yeah. Uh, Schobert. Yep. Uh, Curtsy. Yep. Kendricks. Um, what's he called? Avery, the new one? Avery, yep. Yep. And uh, Collins. Collins. Then I, re- I reckon it'll be Burgess. Yeah. I think we'll sneak in there as a sixth. But it, in all honesty, we it could be whoever's best on special teams. Um, which they might just look at whoever's in that room come cut down day and go you're the best on special teams you're staying so that wouldn't surprise me if it, it went that way Burgess always gets uh, comes on does well hmm. I can't see any reason to come it's quite cheap nothing expensive yeah 555 grand okay. which uh, is an awful lot of money but in the grand scheme of things it only comes up 0.31% of the set salary cap so Nice and cheap. All right, good. Moving on to the uh, cornerback room. Obviously, Denzel Ward. Should be very, very exciting. At first, I was fuming we didn't take Chubb, but when you sit down and you think about it, it's all about passing defence over pass rush, so what a signing. Do you think he's going to be first snap he'll start against the Steelers? I think he's got a, a good shot. I think it'll be interesting. I've heard a few people discuss what role he might take this season. Um, the Browns Note podcast, um, Brendan, I want to say Leicester, I've probably got it wrong, <laughs> but uh, put forward the idea that was really good. If, if we're sensible, he's going to play against the second receivers all season, one-to-one matchup, yeah. and then whoever the first receiver is, we'll put double coverage on them, which I think could be a great idea considering that we've got a crazy list of receivers for against this year. So if you flip him on the second, double cover the third, the first receiver then we might be able to lock down their top two receivers all, all game. Okay, cool. Moving on, EJ Gaines. Yep. Uh, TJ Carey. Yep. Out of the two, who's your favourite? I think I think Carey's my favourite start just because of that contract. It was so much. It, it was the only real contract other than Hubbard who I think we dealt out this year that has got a serious chance of getting into year two. Um, so I think, I think Carey's the favourite, but we're going to see three cornerbacks on the pitch, hopefully near enough the whole match so uh, BBC what a player you think, I, I think he was one of our best performers last year you think he's going to be playing as a corner this year slot yeah I think you might even see the other three compete for the outside roles and BBC just nails that slot down because he has been uh, doing a bit of work with the safeties yeah it's, it's been rumoured I, I think he'll end up moving back to that slot but they've more or less said they want everyone on the roster outside of quarterbacks to be able to play in more than one position which is good because you want to be able to flick them around. 
I must say I was super looking forward to seeing Howard Wilson. And yeah. He's on IR. Yeah, he's on IR. But then um, after that, uh, there's I think there's three names there that I think are going to be definitely fighting it out. Uh, Terence uh, Mitchell? I think he's in. Yeah. And he, lots of good plays last season and interceptions and things. So I think he's on that roster. Michael Jordan? I don't think he makes it. But it wouldn't surprise me if he did. Yeah, and then uh, the Mr. Tall himself, Simone Thomas. Just doesn't look right. If, if you designed a cornerback, they wouldn't look like him. <laughs> but that might be the massive upside with him. Who knows? Yeah. Anyone else you see come through? Denzel Rice? I don't, I don't think there'll be anyone else, but I like what they've done with the room. It didn't work last year, so bringing everyone, basically other than Ward, you could dump after this season and move it around. And I think... Hopefully out of them, sort of, five alongside Ward, one or two of them shine, sign them up long term, and then we'll use a high draft pick next year. I want at least four solid corners if we're going to be serious about going to the playoffs. So you think Simone Thomas could be in the practice squad? He could make the practice squad. Um, It all depends. Training camp hasn't started, so we'll see what happens. Okay, cool, cool. Moving on. Um, Free safety, Randall. Yes. Um... Corey behind him? I think it'll be Smith. Yep. Um, Darren Smith. Darren Smith. Uh, has been sort of touted as the early favourite. I wouldn't mind, and I hate spending cap, going and potentially chasing... I know, I've, I've forgotten his name. Was it the Chargers last season, free safety? Get, come, on, get on Google, we'll have a look. It, it'll come back to me later, <laughs> but I'll have a look. Um, I just think he's got a lot of upside... He was sort of the one, if we didn't sign Randall, that I thought we should have signed. Um, Not Trey, someone. Yeah, Trey Boston. Trey Boston. So look, look. look at that. Knowledge. Um, so, um, because I just think Randall's got massive upside, but to be honest, he's never played free safety in the NFL. Was the top-rated prospect coming out of college, um, and the Green Bay Packers flipped him a cornerback. So he might hit it off. And it might be a disaster. Do you, do you think we got a good deal out of that? I think it was a... If you kept Hugh Jackson, you had to move to Sean Kaiser. Yeah. I'd have preferred to move Hugh Jackson, but I can understand what they did. And I, I, th- I think it was a fair trade. So. Yeah. We lost a few places, but otherwise it was yeah, kind of straight swap. It, it was down, trading down slightly. And the thing that I like that they did, rather than giving up draft picks, they moved down in rounds. Yeah. Um, which is much better because you don't want to give away them draft picks. Okay, good, good. And a huge question. Uh, Kindred versus Peppers. Have you got the coin to toss? <laughs> I, I, I think any which way it could go. What I'd love to see is them both on the field. Maybe drop one of them linebackers. I'd much rather see us only play two linebackers and then pop them both in. Peppers, he can pass rush, he can play as a linebacker, he can drop into coverage. He should be our Swiss Army knife that causes a lot of trouble. And he was great in the last game of the season when they moved him. Kai Nakua came in at free safety. Yep. Kindred was injured and Peppers dropped down. and he, One game there and he lit it up. So, oh. fingers crossed. So, you're going to go with Kindred or Peppers? I'm going to say Peppers starts. You reckon? Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me if you see them switching around. Okay. Interesting. Uh, moving on to special teams. I think it's quite... Simple, but uh, Zane versus Ross Martin. Oh, Gonzalez's got that lockdown. Yeah. Also fellow Chelsea fan, you know that? 
Didn't know that. Yeah, he's a Chelsea fan. He's a good guy. Good guy. Me and uh, Jack both Chelsea fans, so uh, Zane also a Chelsea fan. I said next year we'll get him a ticket, get him over here. Uh, punters. This could be the interesting one. Colquitt's obviously the favourite, but Vogel, who got surprisingly cut by the Packers, had a really good season last year, and then they cut him and used... It was a, quite a high day three draft pick, I think, on replacing him, which it just seemed odd. Um, we could flip to Vogel, saves us 750 grand's worth on the cap, um, and pop him on a deal, so... I think Colquitt's got a battle on his hands, especially considering he's injured for at the moment. Fingers crossed he'll be back. Time counts in full swing. Okay. I think... Um, yeah, do you know how long is he's injured for? I don't think it's out yet. It's all that sort of... Anyone that gets injured around before um, training camp, it, it's all about hush-hush unless they're out like, unfortunately, Wilson is for the whole season. All right, good. good. Well, look, here's, let's pick a few of these battles and let's put some uh, money on it. Uh, let's go with strong safety. I'm calling that um, Higgins or uh, Lewis will be in the uh, uh, starting uh, 53. And uh, let me think, what other good battles are there? What are we going to go? I- I'm going to go Janice and Ratley. Are you going Higgins and Lewis? Yep, definitely. Um, I'm definitely going one of them two is going to be you in there. You can't the... have one of them two because then the odds are so far in your favour. <laughs> Obviously, uh, if it's one of each and it's one of each and it's a draw. Okay, let's go with that. Okay, I'm happy with that. I think um, I think I'm gonna have the advantage. I think two of them will be in there. That's one or oh, one. I think no. Well, I'll go for... if someone else gets injured and there are all four of them in there, then it don't make no difference. No, but I reckon I reckon I've got the uh, surely with the experience and the high previous draft picks, Higgins and Ricardo Lewis are in. They've got uh, to be. I'm not sure. Jeff Janis, special teams ace and. I think the thing about Ratley is there's been lots of rumours of Mayfield to Ratley's been looking pretty tasty. Yeah, there's also that um, guy that they keep talking about. Um, what's he called? Is it uh, C- no, CJ Board. He's been like meant to be doing really well at the moment in training camp. Uh, I'm hoping he gets on the practice squad, but let's see. He could do another, what's he called? The guy with the one-handed catch last year. <coughs> Jordan. Is it? Um, um, God, we need to work on the names. No, um, is it Jordan Lewis? Was it the guy the one-handed catch? Um, yeah, need to work on that. Uh, I'll have to put it in the next podcast. Um, yeah, I think. And then the other person. Uh, yeah, I think da- uh, Damien Harris is going to get in. You agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's no done deal. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they flipped to eight. Dorsey's always. In Kansas City, gone for eight O line on the roster, but I think he's just is that much of an unusual physical traits that I'd give him that year. Yeah. And by all means, if you get an injury in week two and three and he's not producing, then flip him out and go for someone else. But I just think it's worth using that roster spot because if you can get a left tackle at the future this season on four hundred and eighty grand, then that is the sort of stuff that builds playoff winning teams. Because that is a hell of a saving when most teams are talking about spending 10, 12 grand, uh, 10, 12 million. Do you think we need to be making savings? I think it's massive that we. Yeah. If you can find a long term saving that in three, four years' time, when we're talking about hopefully solid playoff runs, after we obviously walk the Steelers and wrap up the uh, 
it's happening, it's going to happen. Then uh, every little saving you make, whether it's just 750 grand on flipping your punter, all all adds up. So, okay. And uh, are you saying um, Michael Jordan in the roster? No. Okay, cool. Well, I'm definitely going to go Michael Jordan in the roster. Uh, I I think it's it's a, a fair shout. I think he's got a good shot. I just think I've just got a feeling about Thomas that that freak athletic build will just something magical will happen. All right, good, good. So you heard it first. Paul's going with uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, you going with Peppers or Kindry? Toss a coin. Um, I love them both. I want them both on the field. I'm going to go Peppers. I just oh. think he's got that slight edge on Kindred. So I'm going Kindred, Michael Jordan, the Ricardo Lewis. I'm going with all the old ones. Jesus, I'm not doing going to do too well here. And last but not least, who else was there? Uh, trying to think anyone else. No, because we agreed on the O-line. Yeah, we agreed on the O-line. Um, okay, cool. Um, let's see how we, it all turns out. Uh, start of September. So... Big question. I haven't heard this on any websites or podcasts elsewhere. Let's rate our uh, positions. Oh, let's try and work it out anyway. Uh, what? Yeah, try and rate the best uh, positions in order of the Cleveland Browns. So, number one, quarterback room? No, not yet. I, I, there's a lot of promise. Big Baker Mayfield fan, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Tyrod Taylor was up against the 32... 32nd rated pass defence last season, so let's see how he does this year. But uh, there's go, some promise there. Go on then, Jack. What would you say our strongest uh, position is? I'm going to go linebacker. I just think the depth there is incredible. There's four players that I'd happily see on the pitch. Fingers crossed. Greg Williams flips it round. Four on the D-line, only two linebackers, and then five DBs. But uh, then four, any of them four on the pitch, I'm pretty happy. Alright, good, good. Surely number two is the uh, wide receiver room. I'm going to say no. No big lover of Jarvis Landry. But there's also that risk with that room of Corey Coleman breaks a hand, Gordon and Callaway go out on a party, and suddenly <laughs> we're left with a corner room of Jarvis Landry plus, um, which is a concern. Fingers crossed the three of them all get a good season under their belt and we'll feel a lot better about this, but... Uh, uh, for second, I'm going to go with the running backs. I just think that three-headed monster is mean. Okay, okay, fair point. Next, got to be wide receivers. I'm going to just sneak in there just before that and go O-line. Well, even with uh, Joe Thomas leaving? Even with Joe leaving. If Joe was still there, it would be number one, and I don't think it would even come close. Um, and the fact that Joe goes, pushes it two down the list, is just a testament to how awesome Joe Thomas is. But um, I think the depth is incredible in that room. If anyone gets injured, I think we've got a solid replacement. And it's all just going to come down to will we be able to lock down that tackle position on the left side? Lots of the hype of left tackle is more important than right tackle. It's absolute nonsense, guys. Just don't believe it. Um, the days of teams having one good pass rusher isn't happening anymore. There's two good pass rushers in every team. Your left and right tackle both need to be good. So, uh, no. I, th- I think the O-line room is uh, it's a cracking room. And you think uh, Coleman's going to start left tackle? At, at the moment, I think he's the favourite. Would it surprise me if we see Corbett or someone there? No, it wouldn't surprise me, but I think he starts out as the uh, odds-on favourite. OK, cool. Number four, 
Wide receiver room. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Finally. Yeah, then wide receivers on there. Let's see what happens. Yeah, Gordon, Landry, Coleman. It's going to be exciting. Callaway. I'm really super super excited to see Callaway. Yeah. I, th- I think it would have been interesting. I know Deshaun Kaiser wasn't perfect, but if he'd have had that talent to throw to, because that room... Yeah, but the, the pass is the pass, yeah, surely. It, he, he was thrown to... Uh, well, Coleman was injured quite a lot, and obviously Gordon came back at the end. And, and Tyrod Taylor's never had a room that looked quite as good as that, so uh, it's going to be interesting. Are you concerned that these guys aren't going to get the ball enough because there's just so many different outlets? Well, Tyrod Taylor doesn't throw that much, so it doesn't bother me too much if they get the ball enough. I wouldn't draft Landry as high in fantasy this year as he's been in the past, but um, other than that, we can spread it around. It can go any which way, and that's good to see. Who would you draft higher this year, Gordon or Landry in your fantasy football? Uh, it's got to be Gordon. I just think if Landry's in the slot, Gordon's going to be out wide, and it's where them big plays are made. But uh, I, I would say stick away from the wide receiver room this year unless you're going in them late on rounds. While we're on fantasy football, RB room, would you would you go with any of them? I wouldn't go with any of them high because I could easily see all three of them getting over 30% of the points. Um, I think early on, you might see some real value in Hyde and then I think it might flip to Chubb. So after sort of week four, I think jump on the Chubb and see how it goes. Okay, good. So yeah, so going back to uh, rate the Cleveland Browns position, obviously we've got uh, linebacks, RBs, number two, three, uh, O-line, four, Wide receivers, five. D-line. D-line? D-line, Garrett and Ogba. It's just going to be about staying fit. I think if they're fit, and uh, I'll be scared. No Kenjobi is well there. Them three are the start of something wonderful. And while I don't wish another poor record on us, if we had a high pick and you added Oliver, Ed Oliver, 99% 99% sure it's Ed Oliver. Might have to edit that out if I've had an absolute mess <laughs> um, to that room. Then, wow, I'm going to go on record and say that would be the best front four the NFL's ever seen. See, if we get an injury now, everyone's going to be going, we should have got Chubb, we should have got Chubb, giving us depth. But They're replaceable. I, I know Garrett and everyone's awesome, but if you'd have had a... Three cornerbacks, and one of them cornerbacks goes down, your team's going to get carved up. Whereas, I would rather have a replacement level ta- defensive tackle or defensive end than a cornerback. So, it's a passing league, so let's stop that pass. Because if your cornerback lets the player go, Miles Garrett won't have time to get to that quarterback. If one of them DA, uh, defensive ends do get injured, who do you think is going to... Um... Uh, be the the third person that starts. Oh, I think Smith's definitely the favourite. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's right up there. It wouldn't surprise me if we see some Collins flicking on the edge, and uh, causing some carnage. He got down there on the line and pass rushed a little bit with um, the Patriots. So who knows? Okay. So that's the defensive line number six. Tight ends. Nah, it's got to be quarterback, surely. It's, it's the quarterback. It's. Uh, I think. There's a lot of promise in that room. And all three of them, to be fair. Drew Stanton had a great record last year when he came in. Um, some solid talent. I think the quicker we get to Baker Mayfield, the better. I know fans 
some of them are dreaming of playoffs this year. Don't get your hopes up too much. I think by the time we get to the bye, that's the time to jump on the Baker train and let's ride that into next season. How many wins do you think we're going to get this year? It's such a hard schedule we're against this year. I'm going to say... I want to go between four and five. Cool. Let's let's be optimistic and go five. Okay. I think we should have had three last year, but it, being the Cleveland Browns, we carry a handicap called Hugh Jackson. And uh, no, I, 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 I think four or five wins... It, if schedule was easier, I'd be a lot more positive. And it wouldn't surprise me if more of them win. Let's say five wins. More of them wins will come after the bye than before the bye. Okay. Well, look, if you're going five, I've got to be more positive than you. I'm going to go six. I have been saying also five wins this year. But yeah, I think uh, I've got to be more positive and I can't say the same. I'm definitely going for six wins. With or without Hugh Jackson. <laughs> uh, okay, good. So... Um, yeah, quarterbacks. What's next? We've got tight end left, cornerbacks, safeties. It's tight end. It's got to be. I think David Njoku is just... It's, it's, it's not right. You look at him and it just... It's half mixed between like Captain America and the Black Panther. It's, uh, it's some freaky special thing. And uh, just get him the ball. Can, yeah. he, can he catch? Oh, he can catch. The amount of time I spent shouting at the TV last year because he wasn't on the field. It was infuriating. The guy's a monster. Just let him rip. And uh, even with Darren Fells in there, you're quite positive on Darren Fells, aren't you? I really like Darren Fells. I think he's exactly what we needed. Um, It's quite hard to find your blocking tight ends coming out of um, college that can hit it day one. So it's, it's one of them positions which I'd say it's worth just taking a spin on free agency. Um, and he's going to give us that extra strength to support that left tackle. And fingers crossed. I'd love to see a world, unfortunately we signed Jarvis, where we move to two tight end sets. I think they're just so cheap. You can have an absolute whale of a time with them. If you add two Njokus, sort of Njoku and Giseki, could you imagine the carnage you would cause? You would literally... Teams would be trying to put eight linebackers out there just to put four on each of them. It would be incredible. Okay. Last and not least, cornerback or safety, where would you rate highly? I'm just going to sneak it to safety just because Peppers and Kindred are so good. Um, and I like what they did with the corner cornerback room. I think it was great. Everyone's on one-year deals. Let's see who works and who doesn't and then add a cherry on top. I'd say there's a really good chance first three rounds next year we're taking a cornerback. Um, and no, I think there's a lot of promise in each of them rooms. It's just none of them have played together. And that, that'll take some time where they're looking at each other and going, oh, you should have ran there. And then they go, no, you should have ran there. So until that gets sorted out, don't worry too much if there's a couple of uh, wild cornerback decisions in the first couple of weeks. Uh, Randall, though, you don't mention him very much. Uh... I'm really impressed with Randall. I thought it was a good trade. Um, the one thing that worries me is he's never really played free safety in the uh, NFL. Had ha-ha Clinton Dix. Um, just storming it and hands down the best name in the NFL um, <laughs> in Green Bay. So I think he's got a lot of promise. I would like to just grab someone and just uh, 
a bit of backup, but I can understand why they wouldn't have signed him up next year with his uh, fifth-year option. So, no, I think the promise is there. Let's see what happens. OK, good. And last, even with Denzel Ward, you think they're cornered back rooms? I think it's one of the rooms with the most promise, along with like the D-line, the tight end room. But let's see what it does first. Yeah. I, I, I'm really happy with the moves they made, but proof's in the pudding. I've actually forgot about special teams. Where would you see that slotted in? Trying to rate the special teams alongside that, it's always difficult. I'll just um, get it. Yeah, because you're relying, like with a punt, it's not so much the punter that's the most important person, it's the, uh, the 10 madmen just running down the pitch to uh, tackle someone. And it won't be long. The NFL's getting rid of special teams. Let's not. Okay. Well, look, let's sum it up then. Linebacker's number one. Uh, running back's number two. O-line three. Wide receiver's four. D-line five. Quarterback room six. Tight end seven. Eight safety. And then nine the cornerback. And don't worry about giving us some hate on Twitter, guys. We're uh, always up for either discussing it, getting some ranked dogs abuse, <laughs> or uh, whatever you fancy. Give your abuse to uh, Jack. I'm not. Uh, I'm a bit sensitive. <laughs> so, you know, it's at Jack Duffin, J A C K D U W F I N, and Paul, you are. Uh, I think I'm gonna change my Twitter name. So, uh, uh, yeah, you'll find me somewhere on Twitter anyway. I'll have retweeted something from him. So just look at the timeline. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Paul Brown underscore UK. I think I'm gonna change it to. And yeah, thank you very much for coming in today. Thank you very much, Paul. There, uh, guys. Hope you enjoyed the uh, first ever international Cleveland Browns podcast. Still nameless. And uh, yeah, hopefully you uh, tune in today. Fingers crossed. We actually pushed the record button. So uh, check it out. Please listen to any future ones.